What up, what up, what up, beautiful people? You know what it is, another beautiful day. I'm here, you here, we here, you know how we do. It's been a minute, been going through it, been growing through it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm back, Um, so I appreciate, uh, you know, old listeners, new listeners, or whatever. Um, And I'll talk about all that stuff probably in multiple In multiple episodes, uh, I just for the last seven months have been growing through stuff. I want to say hell, but whatever, man. Um, anyways, life happens, and it's been happening. It's been going how it's supposed to go. I'm in a better space. Uh, energetically, sometimes I think it's hard to, I know, in order to have a successful podcasts and things of that nature you need to be consistent um and i've heard that multiple times and i have the voice in the back of my head that says the same thing so uh that is absolutely the reality it's just energetically i was not in the space to i was just like man whatever and i would do little stuff like grab just the microphone put it in my backpack be like okay but i could not for whatever reason i was not getting over the hurdle and it's my own fault so to all the 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 old listeners and and people have hit me and been like yo why you stop podcasting why you i was listening to you on the way to work or whatever it's just been dark but nonetheless i've learned my lessons uh from that and um even this was random like i didn't plan this like oh tomorrow's the day it's just kind of hit me like man get back to doing all the things you were doing before um and and uh i just celebrated a birthday and so i I told my people that i would make a you know 44 lessons i've learned (laughs) at 44 and i am gonna write that list down and probably break it down into sections and do that um but this podcast might be a little different, it might ruffle a little bit of feathers or whatever, but I don't really, it doesn't, whatever, it doesn't matter to me, like, if someone's offended or whatever. Um, I, I I recently was watching Genius, I think that's what Kanye called it, um, and if you haven't watched it and you got a problem with it, you haven't even seen it, that doesn't really make sense to me. Um I seen a lot of people posting about it. I was like, man, in my downtime, let me check it out. And so I checked it out. And this is not the political debate, the he said this, he did that. It was more, it's not even like, oh, because he's great at making music or producing beats and rapping, you know, there's multiple angles. What was it, three episodes? And I saw different angles that created different thought processes or uh, connections and just a a deeper understanding of what was going on. Like, as an entrepreneur, you're watching. First of all, this dude is a genius to have his best friend or, or whatever the dude's name that pretty much was recording everything from like what the late 90s till i don't know damn near now or whatever like to have that mindset 
to say, hey, record all this because one day I'm going to be famous or one day I'm going to be so successful. They're going to want to, people are going to want to see a documentary of me. So before there was vlogging, before there was social media, before there was, you know, these great platforms like Anchor or whatever people use to podcast, YouTube or whatever, he already has someone vlogging, quote unquote, for him in the late 90s. Like, first of all, that right there was like, yo, you're ahead of your game. And then. And then getting into it was like this dude's belief in himself and what he could accomplish or what he could do was amazing. And at first I was like, yo, how he just was he just born with this? Some people call it cocky, whatever. I was like, was he just born with this mindset or whatever? It's like, nah. Or maybe he was, but then when I saw the episodes or the you know, when episodes grew and you could see him with his mom, I was like, I don't care what you say. That woman was a lighter. She lit up the screen, even from old videos. Her smile was impeccable. It was it was infectious. Like if she laughed on the screen, I'm laughing at home, watching it on my phone or laptop or whatever. And you could tell that like their bond was super strong, was super great. And like watching her rap lyrics from when he was a kid and saying, hey, remember when you said da 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 da? And I don't know about you guys, but anybody out there that's either has kids or remembers being a kid and had, you know, parents who cared about them. Um, I'm not going the extreme route because there's been horrible parents out there in the world. But like parents who cared and did their best with what they knew how to do. And it's like, whether you speak on it or not, even though I think everyone should, since we're in this movement of give people their flowers. I'm like, if your mom or dad or both your parents or whoever raised you believed in you to the point where like his mom was rapping his lyrics, like. Do you understand how powerful that is? And on top of that, she was giving him life lessons. You know what I mean? And so if you haven't watched it, I don't want to spoil it unless you're like, hey, I ain't going to watch it. I'm going to just be mad because it's Kanye. And then you go sit in the corner with that. But I do challenge you to go and watch it and see if you learn anything about someone else's journey aside from what is shown in the outside world or what's shown now. Because I remember being in college when his, I think when college dropout, the album came out. I remember, shout out to my boy Daryl Scott. Daryl was huge Kanye, like had that album on, on repeat. And at the time, early 2000s, I was a, I was a, still am, but I was a huge Tech 9 fan. So we would go back and forth where I'd be like, yeah, that's cool, but you ain't hear Tech 9 this ring or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You haven't heard Einstein or Angelic or anything. But, you know, I realized that, yo, that College Dropout album was phenomenal. And to see footage, it's one thing for someone to tell a story. Like, I remember being in college and working in, on South Beach in the hottest clubs on South Beach at the time, Mansion, Opium, Privé. You know what I mean? For some Miami people, if they, if my people from Miami or whatever 
or from college that are listening, you'll know what I'm talking about. Now, we have the pictures to prove. I could start telling you stories. I can tell you how we used to party and we only wore suits. And if you didn't have a suit, you couldn't get in with us. And we would have like 20 girls and four dudes because I learned the game. I could tell you how I met celebrities and took pictures with Kevin Hart in the pizza parlor when he was from Soul Play. I could show you all of that in photos. If I had someone at the time, I mean, obviously I couldn't because for the most part I was doing security. But when we partied, if I had someone to have a camera, that whole those all those experiences, man, people's minds will be blown. Like having to stand by Jay Z Beyonce table, protecting some prince from some other country, watching uh R Kelly security <laughs> snatch up one of the dudes at the club because he thought he could just. He's like the owner's brother or something. He thought he could just. Anyways, there's so much stuff, right? So I'm watching this, and I'm like, man, to see the footage of how songs became what they were or are was nostalgic. Now, if you didn't grow up in that era, then I understand you might not, whatever. If you didn't listen to College Dropout, those scenes in the docuseries or whatever might not, they might not vibe with you. Like, you might just be like, oh, that's cool. Where for us, it's nostalgia. Like, yo, I remember hearing this song for the first time or being like, yo, this dude got sketches on this album talking about not going to school. And this. And while we're in school questioning, like, man, should we not be here? Because he do make a point. You know what I'm saying? Or just how I thought for the longest time that the sketches, the voice was Bernie Mac. I thought this this whole time. What's he doing over there, Kanye? It's my horrible. But like, I thought it was Bernie Mac all these years just to find out it was comedian D-Ray Davis, which is still phenomenal. But I'm like, what? Never knew. To see him in the studio with Jamie Foxx. Genius stuff. To see, to and even to see, like, and I know, like, Dame Dash, super businessman, successful, whatever. Yo, watching the way they was playing him, brushing him off to the side, like, oh, this dude can only make beats, you only make beats. How they were trying to pigeonhole him into a box. I think that was another thing that stood out major to me. Like, yo, look how they treating this dude. Like, he's hungry. I mean... He was like, I don't care who you are. Listen to this song. I'm in your office building. I'm in your record label building. Oh, you work the front desk? Listen to my song. Oh, you do this? Listen to my... And seemingly, Dame Dash would just walk away or have something better to do. It's just very interesting because I'm like, why are we like this? Now, I'm sure if I was, you know, credible enough and cool enough to sit down with a Dame Dash... He could probably explain it. I just was like, I don't understand. I, obviously, all of that had to happen for things to become what they were, I guess. But I'm looking at this dude's work ethic, and I'm going, why won't y'all hear him out? And he could rap. It wasn't like 
his bars was trash and they were trying to sign all these other artists and it was like wait what like who is that now like none of these people are at least in the rap game i'm not saying they're not relevant in their lives i'm sure they are but in the rap game they're not even relevant now and you were sitting on this diamond that's just like yo I, I get. and anyway it's the resilientness for me right i'm not getting into all the political and he did this and he said that and he's weird and look what he's dealing with now i'm like look at that man's journey and maybe that hits more for me because i'm in my own journey and i can see a reflection of like yo you will get told no a lot people will ignore how dope you are or they will try to pigeonhole you like well here i am doing a podcast i do speaking engagements i speak at vegan festivals i just spoke at another vegan event recently and i'm like there's more to me than push-ups and church knee clap burpees and, and and workouts right there is but that's my job to put that out there in all confidence and say yeah i can hold a conversation and, and we can go deep if you want or whatever so watching this dude knowing he could rap and no one really believed him except for his real friends the people that were in his corner and then seeing him get brushed off time and time and time again was like wow that's wild like and then later to be like oh what's the song uh they made was uh we are the champions where they sampled queen um and dame dash says oh i bet they didn't know you could rap kanye this my producer rapping on this track and i'm like you didn't even believe he could rap so even that intro to that song even though the song was fire it's like damn y'all was playing this dude i mean you didn't even want to give him his money to produce the college dropout album which sold hella. You can play that album from beginning to end and, and whatever. But so I'm saying I like the docuseries because of the insight. I like it because seeing the relationship between him and his mom was absolutely powerful. And it might put some perspective, I'm not giving him an out or anything, but like, yo, the one woman who would keep him quote unquote grounded and speak life into him where he had a genuine unparalleled bond with died so yeah we get to see him act out whatever his daily life or whatever under the microscope because he's famous and whatever but imagine if a camera was following you everywhere you went every day when you had a bad day at work or you snapped on somebody or you lost your temper or whatever we're all human. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know why people think that because you make money, all your problems go away. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. And seeing that bond with him and his mom was great. Like, that made me smile a lot, like watching it. And even watching the friendship from the friendship side of him and his boy that was recording everything and even to see him change and they kind of go their separate ways i'm like this is real life stuff that happens but his boy never flipped out is is what's his name good i don't know i'm i feel like i'm a butcher it so i'm not something with a g but i'm like watching that you see how people change yes he changed when he got money and whatever 
but we all are changing in some way, shape, or form. But I love that they were able to get past it and still be boys. That is the test of a friendship, a real one. If we can go apart and then grow back together or come back together and be great or just respectfully appreciate one another because we've been down with each other since day one, even though, hey, we don't talk like we used to, even though, hey, we had this quote-unquote falling out or whatever, and then they get past that. Like, that part was powerful. Um, The other part to me that was, was dope was when he went and rapped for Pharrell. And Pharrell's reaction was priceless because I don't know whatever. I don't know if any other ethnic groups do this, so don't take it and run with it. But when you do something for black folks and if we walk out the room or we run away and come back or run in a circle or whatever, if we leave the premises, then we love what you just did. So to see Pharrell walk out the door. Walk down the hall after he heard Kanye rap. Come back in and apologize and say, hey, bro, I didn't know. And I'm sorry. Like, bro, you can. I had no idea. And I apologize. That was major because I feel like nobody else was trying to hear him in that way. And that was kind of like solidified because. Everything happens the way it was supposed to happen. Don't understand why Scarface wouldn't get on Jesus Walks. Thought it could have been even more powerful. And what was it? Family Business. Great song. Why he didn't get on there. Beyond me. Right? Which I would love to see. Because I know Scarface and uh, Willie D have their own podcast. It's called Ghetto Boys Reloaded. But like we grew up. Some of us. Not all of y'all listening. But. I grew up on these, listening to these guys and loving their albums. And, 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 you know, there's a lot of respect there. But same time, I'm like, why would you not get on the track? I don't understand. Was it because you felt like he couldn't rap? Or was it because you felt like you couldn't bring nothing to the table? You didn't want to ruffle no feathers? There was a little bit of unanswered, especially that with the whole Scarface thing that I didn't understand. Like, why did you not get on that? But whatever, it happened the way it was supposed to happen. So I'm saying all that to say when you can relate or see part of your journey or someone else's journey into someone's story, it's easy to just write people off and dismiss them and say, well, they're crazy and they're insane and they're this and they're that. Like, There's layers to it all and there's different avenues that can be taken. But I would say if you want to see, just watch it for yourself and then come up to your own conclusion, not just a conclusion based off of, oh, he said this at an award show or or, you know. He went on the houseway. You don't understand and all that. And he said he felt like slavery was a choice. Like there's still a part of me that feels like, hey, man, there's something not all the way like he there's some there's a mental battle obviously going on. But who doesn't have a mental battle? Who's not dealing with internal issues and mental issues? And so watching that put things in perspective of like just the journey 
I'm not talking about the right now because I don't really follow the right now either. I mean, I've seen little things here and there. I know something about his divorce and he can't see his kids. And I couldn't imagine that either. So that would make you even more like, oh, in the head if you can't see your own children. I don't know the details of that, so I won't go there. But I will say there's a different respect for the journey that he went on to get to where he's at. And in business uh, mindset or entrepreneurial mindset and whatever, you have to give him credit for having a great mind and doing everything that he said he wants to do. He wanted to make fashion. He said he was going to be a fan. He said this early on. Hey, I'm going to be the best dressed rapper. I'm this, I'm that. But it was his self-belief. And yeah, it's like, we don't have to be arrogant, but why not believe in yourself and in in what your abilities are, your capabilities are? Because we'll post memes all day and say, "Oh, well, if if I could say, oh, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will." It sounds cool, but it's a reality to that. And then when someone believes in it in themselves, it's like, "Oh, they're arrogant, they're cocky, they're ignorant, they're this." My boys have posted like, "I'm not supporting." nobody who supports white supremacists and whatever i'm like okay well that's fine if you make that decision but did you watch the docuseries to see like where he was coming from or nah i'm not watching it i ain't gonna y'all you know you can't win for losing so you just take it with a grain of salt i guess but for me, I just saw the bond between him and his mom, the bond between him and his boy, and also the journey of an entrepreneur, really, even though he went and got signed to a label and all that, he still had, he was fearless in what he was able to accomplish or what he, you know, what he brought to the table. And I think sometimes people assume that when you make it quote unquote or success it's this overnight thing and it's not it doesn't work that way and that docuseries was proof of like yo man this dude could have quit yo the car accident like okay back in the day i knew that happened i knew his why his jaw had got wired shut but when he was like yo i wrote this song through the wire and used that sample whatever in 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 for Shaka Khan sample, and now if you listen to the song, you can absolutely. And I, I don't know why I didn't think this before. I just thought, oh, he picked that song to sample because he was in the car accident. Da, da, da. This was after the fact, knowing that they were like, hey, you're not going to be able to talk or do anything for this many months and blah blah blah. And he rapped that song, created that song with his mouth wired shut and then called the song through the wire and if you listen to it now for real for real you can hear that his mouth was wired shut while he was rapping man listen i don't care what nobody say that is respectable that is resilient that is purpose and passion and like i'm not gonna let y'all tell me that I can't do this thing that I love 
because I have this temporary situation. But all of it is documented. Like, the camera's there. So that's why I'm saying, yo, go check it out. It ain't going to hurt. Like, okay, you might not like him. I don't like him. You don't know him. I don't know him. I'm not talking about him personally like he's my boy. I'm not even talking about his current celebrity status. I am literally talking about the journey from when he was a kid, the bond that he created with his mom and his boys, and what it took for him to even release college dropout. That's what I'm talking about. And then a little, oh my God, a little things after that. Um, oh my God, what was the song? Oh no, it was Through the Wire. When he brought the choir together, you have to see it. Like, I like the journey, the process, the, the being able to build, to watch something go from it was an idea to now it's a thing. And seeing how that worked, when the choir got it together finally, oh my goodness, it's like, yo, goosebumps. Footage, proof, genius. So anyways, man, y'all check out Genius. If you don't want to, that's fine. That's just my take on it. Um, I'm gonna come back in a second and end this on on some other a couple other takeaways. But yeah, man, that's that's uh, I liked it. I'm not gonna lie. After the third the third episode, I was kind of like, dang, it's over already. But I mean, they pretty much got to where they needed to go. You know, there's still a lot of unanswered things. You know, they didn't get into. But it, it it definitely puts insight to that man's journey and his mentality. So we'll be back right after this, and we're going to holler. What up, what up, what up? We back. We talking about genius. I think that's what it's called. And I even said that's funny, even the fact that he called it that, right? I was like, yo, this dude's a genius. I said that early on in the episode. Um, or the first episode, but I'm not gonna drag it out. And I'm not like I said, I don't really get into all the political. Him saying George Bush don't care about black people. I mean, he wasn't lying. It's just that people aren't ready to face the truth of like, you know, like oh, a celebrity, if you want to call him whatever, spoke out or someone said something, and we don't like the way you know. Now you can't say nothing. Me just saying that right now, somebody gonna be offended in their little feelings whatever okay but like you know that it comes from somewhere um and and i just wanted to speak on a couple of you know there's a couple of interviews that i thought were at the time i thought were hilarious and now because i have more insight i'm like oh i understand when he was like how sway how like you don't understand so that whole interview was epic but you can tell when someone's on edge or they've been dealing with a lot. And sometimes they just lash out. They had to get it out. You ain't got the answer, Sway. How? How, Sway? Now we use that as a joke. I use it all the time. I'm like, how, Sway? Whether people know it or not. But them still two brothers who figured it out and came to an understanding, even in the midst of a disagreement where I understood where Sway was coming from as well, 
which, you know, this stuff is not really deep in the documentary or the time when he said, I think I'm God. And you keep asking me who I think I am. I just told you who I think I am. Hey, people will be offended, but listen to the whole thing, to what he was saying. Like, oh, if I say I'm a thug, it's cool. If I say I'm an N-word, it's cool. If I say I'm a pimp, it's cool. If I say I'm a gangster, it's cool. If it's anything with a negative connotation, Screaming from the mountaintop, share with everybody. Kanye said he's a pimp. Kanye said he's a G. Kanye said whatever. And he's like literally passionate about like, hey, this is what I said. I told you who I thought I was. Stop asking me. I mean, they make for great sound bites. I'll give them that. But going back to this docu-series, at the end of the day, I just have a different respect for the what people call the grind because we didn't know any of that i like listening to podcasts and different interviews and seeing people talk about what they had to go through the difference is like i said he has the footage for every single situation that has been talked about the footage is there to back it up and that to me was what made it powerful versus someone just telling the story because i was listening to a different podcast today um with alan iverson and i just like hearing these professional athletes or entertainers stories because we only get a little glimpse and sometimes even a little bit more of a glimpse inside will change a perspective or a narrative that lamestream media have created over the years. Um, you know, Allen Iverson, you could tell, man, he loves big, has a huge heart. You know, he cares a lot about people. And what did they do? Oh, he's a thug. He painted him as a thug. Oh, he's this and that. Yeah, he changed the game as far as the imagery and he not the clean cutting and whatever, but he was being him. Which now, right, everybody be what you want, call what you want, identify as you want. I'm going to be a tree. I'm going to be a whatever. Okay. Right? But now going back and listening to him tell stories is great. But I just am like, man, if, if a lot of these people had cameras around or they had the mindset, this is why I said Kanye is genius, because he had the mindset. The wherewithal to be like, hey, follow me around. When he didn't have nothing, he wasn't already a star. He wasn't already famous. When you see him in the in, in the clips with most deaf and Talib Kweli, and you like, man, who I met Talib before too, got pictures of that. Right? I got photos. But I'm like, man, the videos would have been dope if people had that mindset. Cause now what do we all do? Turn on our phone, record. Everybody, somebody. It's a different world. Great TV show, by the way. But it's a different world. And I see it from multiple angles. Like, yo, I used to be in Miami and partying and and doing music videos and and TV shows and going to auditions and all this stuff. And it's like, when I say it's a different world, I'm like, yeah, now, unless you're really just auditioning to be in like commercials or stuff like that, you don't even have to do that stuff anymore. I mean, you do, but 
from the comfort of your own home on a Zoom call, or you just turn your phone on and start and and, and, and you know have a, a a phone stand or whatever, and now you can have your own photo shoots. You didn't have to get the permission or do you know uh, TFP or that was time for print or trade for print, and in the photography world where you know what I mean, like oh I'll do these pictures for you, but like we're both helping each other so there's no money really exchange it's just and that's how you start and you link with other photographers who have hopefully they got great ideas and y'all click and you take pictures and i used to do that stuff or you got to go to a casting and they want you to dance if it's a music video or they want you to look a certain type of way or whatever and then there's all these people there and you hoping that you get chose I got hella stories about music videos. But I don't have no behind the scenes footage, which would have been epic. I was a stand in for DMX, rest in peace. For for a video called uh Give Them What They Want. And then it went into uh Pump Your Fist was the next song. But I was a stand in for that. At Scott Storch House. So if you follow music and whatever, you know who I'm talking about. But guess what? I remember being on the set of Giving What They Want. Jay-Z was there. LeBron was there. And he probably was like 18, 19. He had just gotten a league, I think. And then DMX was there doing some behind-the-scenes conversations. And I remember I was I remember I was trying to record. I, I got a little bit of footage on my little sidekick um phone of him talking. was supposed to be something exclusive. I think it was like MTV interview or something. And that's just one video. But I'm like, man, if I if someone was just around following just that part of the journey, no matter the outcome, like telling these stories would be better. If I'm like, yo, yeah, I did a Chris Brown Kiss Kiss video. We had hella fun coming down FIU campus or whatever school. I don't even remember one of them. And knocking stuff over and 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 you know what I'm saying, watching the dance battles between him and his dancers in between takes, how funny T Pain is, where I can show you in the video, hey, that's me right there across the hall before the girl sips the water in the water fountain. Da-da-da. Like, I have these stories. Akon, don't matter video. I'm in there. Grinding on somebody's daughter. That might sound bad, but that's what I was doing, dancing next to Pitbull, this and that. How it looks like we're on an island, but we wasn't. Shout out to Gil Green because he was the producer of all these things. Super cool dude, always down to earth. So I see things in a different light than just, oh, well, I don't like his, I don't like that he said this, so write him off. This whole cancel culture, like no one's allowed to think for themselves or speak for themselves or not speak, or people aren't allowed to speak against what everyone else is doing. And I'm like, yo, I'm not the jealous type and whatever. But I'm like, y'all got it made because you get to just turn on the phone and be whoever. And we had to get the green check, like, in real life, like, accepted. Like, oh, I like the way this person looks. Cool, music video. And then you get on the set and hope that you get some camera time. Because really, you just an extra whatever. The stand-in life paid the most. That's what got me started. I was like, oh, I could do this. 
That's all they do is test the lights on you and all the stuff, the cameras, and then they tell you to get out the way and let the celebrities come in because they don't have, you know, they're above that at that point. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying all that to say just watch the docuseries if you want to get a little insight. And if you grew up in that time in that era, then that college dropout album should hit even more. Like, what's that? Uh, uh, what's the? Oh my god! I've always loved the song that's on the album. I'm looking it up currently. Uh, just give me a second. But there's a song on there. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you literally can just let this play. Never let me down with with Jay Z, and then the guy who who uh, I can't see the name because if I click on, it, it's gonna start playing. But um, never let me down was one of my. It's still one of my favorite songs. And then the dude goes into the poetry, bro. You come on if you haven't listened to that song, and especially if you're like someone that's like have a purpose and the passion, and you going after something, or if it's just in the back of your head, I'm like, yo, you gotta listen to that song, cause that poetry. I'm seeing if I click on I'm going to turn my phone down. I just want to see the dude's name because he's in the docuseries too. Will it go across that way? Jay-Z and J.I.V. Listen. His poetry and his words in the middle of that song and seeing the footage of when he came to the studio and laid that down. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. He said this, or Jay-Z said, this is not an image. This is God-given. But anyways, Jay Ivy has a, a whole poetry part breakdown of that song. And it always gets me geeked up. I don't even know. what It don't matter what kids are saying. I'm grown. I'm saying what we say. Man, listen. That song right there. <laughs> On a stress like a bad day, or just one of them days where you might be having some self doubts or whatever. That song never let me down on the on the college dropper man. Listen. So, anyways, I ain't gonna hold y'all. You know what I'm saying? No much longer, any much longer on this on this genius. Um, I guess this will make this will, this will low key make this my season four or three of of my podcast. I'm I'm um. You know, I'm going to be more vulnerable and transparent with you guys. Uh, I know a lot of people before were listening to me and saying, oh, you're so motivational and this and that. And I don't take none of that for granted. I'm grateful for every person who listens to this or shares it or tells someone. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want people to get the impression, even though I don't control this. I don't want you to have the impression that I have everything figured out. And that everything's just great all the time. Because it's not actually how I feel all the time. Um, I do make it a point to inspire people because I am a firm believer in the tomorrow's not promised. And my part of my purpose in life is to leave something here bigger than myself. And that's why I started off with an apology to say that I wasn't podcasting because when my time is up, the only thing left will be the pictures and the videos and the 
voice and video. Hopefully I get to a point where I can just record these entirely with the words and the visuals. But I know that people do listen and my voice matters just like your voice matters. And maybe somebody out there, maybe doing these podcasts will inspire someone to do their own or to, 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 you know, start living out their dreams, their purpose, and, you know, or just help them get through their day. Everybody's going through something. Um, and I will share in my next podcast some of the things that I've been dealing with in the last seven, eight months that have been <laughs> life testing, to say the least. Um, but life's blessings are still happening around me. So I just had to refocus uh you know my vision and and see things more clear so i'm gonna let y'all go with that but make sure y'all follow me on instagram arsenal by kenyatta uh check out my website kenyattabanksarsenal.com and uh yeah stay tuned man there'll be more stuff to talk about in the future uh life lessons other podcasts or things that have sparked thoughts in my mind um and yeah, we're just going to enjoy this ride. You know what I'm saying? One day at a time, one workout at a time. So I'm going to holler at y'all, man. Peace, love, and fire ants. And shout out the palm trees. You know how we do.